You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on? Welcome back, everybody, to the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, I want to talk a little bit about Kingdom Fruit, something that's been on my heart a lot lately. I'm actually preparing a sermon, and I felt like, you know what? It's on my heart. I'm going to just talk this thing out through the podcast. Hope you guys enjoy it today. But I wanted to say a quick... If you're listening to this thing on Apple, podcast app, rate review right now. You can actually do it right now while you're listening. Just scroll that puppy up, rate, review. Give us a five-star rating if you want. If you like this thing, give us a good review. Tell us what you think about the podcast. That'd be so helpful. I'd appreciate it. And if you're listening to it on YouTube, man, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. That would be amazing. Thank you so much. Again, you guys have so many options out there for podcasts, and you picked this one. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you like what you hear and you want to support what we're doing, there's a a link in the show notes where you can click and you can financially support this podcast. Super easy through push pay. Just make sure you select kingdom bringer ministry on there and you'll be good to go. Thank you guys. I'm going to give a big shout out again to building solutions. Uh, They've been a sponsor from the very beginning of this thing. Uh, Brian Marshall and the gang have supported what we're doing and uh, they're they're paying off our, our annual podcast fees and it's just amazing. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Building Solutions. You guys are awesome. That's it. I don't want to get too much into that stuff. We've moved past that, haven't we? We've moved past the whole introduction thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Share this with your friends if you like it. That'd be good. Nothing wrong with a little uh, sharing action. Anyway, I want to talk a little bit about kingdom fruit. We talked last week about the kingdom processes. Most of us have heard, if we've grown up in church at all, we've heard about tithing. We've heard about the 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 kingdom process of reaping and sowing. And last week we talked about the kingdom process of like Christian parenting. The the Bible says that if you raise a child up in the way they the way they should go, when they're older, they will not depart from it. That's a process that we have to like just trust in and believe in. Um, Another thing is just the the idea of reproduction fruit. So we we all know about the fruits of the spirit. Maybe we don't all know that. I shouldn't speak like that. I apologize. Spiritual fruit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Those are fruit that are produced when the Holy Spirit comes and like transforms us from the inside out. When we give our lives to the work of the Holy Spirit, he comes in and he produces fruit inside of us that is reproduced as, as, as physical fruit that people can grab a hold of, taste, and ingest. And then there's a reproduction that takes place in their lives. Like that's a, a kingdom process that we believe in uh, when we're living according to the Holy Spirit. And one thing that the Lord was really sharing with me this week was that kingdom fruit is meant to be tasted, not just looked at. 
Kingdom fruit is meant to be tasted and not just looked at. And what I felt in my heart when he was telling, when he was sharing this with me was like, it's all about relationship. The kingdom is all about like relationship with people, right? Community, love, love your neighbor. Uh, That's just, it's a big major theme in the kingdom of God. And so I feel like there's things that, because this is something too, the enemy cannot stop the kingdom. He can't stop the kingdom. So what he comes and he tries to do is he tries to copy it and twist it. He tries to take things in the kingdom and counterfeit them. And he twists them because in the, in the flesh, in the physical, it's all about what you can see, right? But us kingdom bringers living by faith is actually going after the things that we can't see. Not the things of this world that we can see money physical uh, wants and desires, uh, emotions, those kind of things that come out like emotions are actually good things. But the enemy, I believe, turns those good feelings and emotions into an outward expression a lot of times with anger, with depression, with whatever. And it's an outward thing. Does that make sense? So it turns into a, I just said, does that make sense? Didn't I? So when I'm, when I'm preaching, <laughs> I actually catch myself saying that a lot. Does that make sense? Because I actually want people to be engaged and I want them to understand what I'm saying. Doesn't necessarily work real well in the podcast setting because there's no reaction. There's no talk back. So does that make sense? Okay. Anyway, the kingdom fruit is meant to be tasted and not just looked at because we're called to actually live by the things that we don't see as opposed to the things that we do see. And a lot of times what happens is when the enemy has taken something and he's counterfeited it, he's copied it and he's twisted it, things like uh, confidence and boldness, which are good things, those are good things that are produced in the kingdom. That's actually a good kingdom fruit, right? Confidence and boldness. Well, the enemy has taken confidence and boldness and he's copied it and he's twisted it and it looks like pride and arrogance, Right? Things like humility, which are good kingdom fruit. It's good things. He takes those and he twists them and it looks like timidity. Right? Soft, timidity, afraid. So he like inserts fear in things and it turns into something different. But in the kingdom, when you actually so take two people. Take two people. Take a person that's living according to the kingdom processes, living according to the spirit's way of fruit production. And take somebody who's living by the flesh and who's living apart from the vine, apart from the spirit, you're going to see one person that's bold and confident. And you're going to see one person that's pride and arrogant, proud and arrogant. And they're going to look very similar. And so what the enemy has done is he's kept people from even going to or being attracted to the confident and the bold because they've had negative, crappy, terrible experiences with arrogance with arrogant and proud people. I think this makes sense how I'm saying it. So what he's actually done is he's created a counterfeit that is, that turns people off. It keeps them from establishing relationship with people because what they see is pride and arrogance. So boldness and confidence then looks, looks like bad fruit because they've had a bad experience with somebody who's been arrogant or proud. I think of myself, and I grew up, I've said this a million times on this podcast, but I grew up in a Christian home, I grew up in a 
Christian school, going to church every single Sunday. I was just, that was my life. And I'm so thankful for it. I'm thankful that my parents raised me in the way they believed I should go. It was so good. But with that, I had a lot of, I also experienced things in this world like divorce. And I experienced things as a, as a, as a child that is not in line with the kingdom. It's not in line with God's plan for family and for relationships. And so I was in positions where I had to go to a, a new school and I cared more about making people like me and I cared more about um, getting people to approve of me. And so I had this low self-esteem of myself because there was another incident when I was a freshman in high school and it just wasn't, it wasn't easy for me to walk around bold and confident because I had some self-esteem issues. And so I've had, I've kind of overcompensated a lot of times with, with that I find in my adult life. And, but one thing that's happened in the last four or five years is there's a, there really is a supernatural confidence and a boldness that the Lord has grown me up into to where I know who I am. So I believe that all of this is like identity based, man. When you know your identity and you're living according to the kingdom, the kingdom will produce fruit in your life. When you know who you are and you live according to that, kingdom fruit will be produced. Satan knows that. The enemy knows that. And so he tries to counterfeit things in people's lives and he brings seeds of his kingdom in people's lives and it raises up something that looks a little bit like the good kingdom fruit. But if you would actually taste it, if you would actually taste the fruit, you will find the difference. Because the kingdom fruit, I believe, is meant to be tasted and not just looked at. So I take my example of me. I've grown up into this place of, of boldness and confidence, knowing who I am, caring less about what people think, and just believing that the fruit that's being produced in me is good fruit. The people that actually know me, that choose to walk with me, that choose to be in relationship with me, they've tasted my fruit and they, they see it more as a boldness and a confidence as opposed to pride and arrogance. Because I've been accused of being proud and I've been, I've been accused of being arrogant. And I kind of understand where it's coming from sometimes. I'll be, I'll be real with you. I understand how it comes off that way. But I'm also a person who's open to relationship. If you want relationship with me and you want to walk with me and you want to taste my fruit, I promise you, you will see that it's good kingdom fruit, that it's more about me knowing who I am and less about uh, the, the counterfeit kingdom to where there's, there's pain and there's hurt and there's, uh, the fruit just doesn't taste good, right? The counterfeit fruit does not taste good. Nobody wants to be around the proud and the arrogant, right? No one wants to be around that because the, the fruit that's produced from the arrogance and from pride is not the same fruit that's produced from confidence and from boldness. And so I think about another amazing fruit that's produced in the kingdom is humility. What's really cool is when the confident and the bold also walk in humility. That's like the magic <laughs> That's like the, the perfect scenario, right? That's like the kingdom way. Walk in humility, be bold and confident. And it's tough. It's tough sometimes to like have both, even though that is God's plan, I believe. Totally God's plan. So the enemy has even gone after humility. And he's made that kind of a gross word where people, you know, humble yourself, man, humble yourself. And we've taken this like 
strong stance towards humility when it's actually a fruit that just should be produced in our lives, like not something we go after. I shouldn't have to humble myself. I should be humble. I should become humble, become humility as I walk in the kingdom. But the enemy's taken humility and he's put a twist on it. And it turns into what? It turns into, it looks like timidity. It looks like fear. So he injects fear into something and it looks like, it looks a little bit like humility, but it's actually fear. It's fear to step forward. It's fear to um, be everything that God's called you to be in the kingdom. And then there's also a, a false humility, right? So these guys that are bold and confident, they've got the boldness and the confidence down. But what happens is it turns into this false humility too. When they realize, man, I'm not actually walking in humility, so I'm going to have to force the issue. <laughs> and that's where false humility comes from. And you can usually see it, right? You can usually, that fruit, it looks like humility, but it's really not. And it tastes a little bit different than actual, real humility. False humility, I believe, produces more false humility. And false humility is not of the kingdom. It's actually the counterfeit to, to real kingdom humility. You see, the biggest thing that the enemy does is he takes these good kingdom fruits and he'll bring fear. He'll bring fear. So what happens is the bold and the confident, they become afraid of looking or appearing a certain way, right? They, they, get, they become worried about what people are going to think about this boldness and this confidence. They're going to think I'm arrogant and proud, so I need to humble myself. So then false humility is developed because you've actually tasted the fruit of fear. The enemy uses fruit also to get our attention. And it's usually something that we can see. We can see people's reactions when we walk into a room. We can see how people treat us or other people that are bold and confident. A lot of people treat people a certain way because they're just jealous, right? Someone's jealous of the, the bold and the confident, and so they try to bring them down. That's the enemy's work, not the kingdom. That's the enemy's work. And he desires for the humble to look timid, and he desires for the bold and the confident to look proud and arrogant. He's a liar. He's a deceiver. That's the only way that he's going to be able to, what he thinks is stopping the kingdom is by bringing lies and bringing uh, fear into things because fear absolutely will detour you from reaching the destiny that God has for you. It just will. Perfect love casts out fear. People often think that hate is the opposite of love. It's fear. Fear is the opposite of love. And so when you have like love, when it's real love, that love develops the good fruit. Love in your heart, love and a desire to like um, be everything that God's called you to be, that love produces love. It produces love. It produces love. And that love is what builds. That's the difference, right? That's the difference. When you dissect these fruits, when you dissect these fruits and you take good kingdom fruit, you take a good, confident and bold person and you, you dissect that boldness and that confidence, what you're going to see in the center of it is love. And when you take arrogance and you take pride and you take false humility, 
and you dissect that, what you're going to find in the center of it is fear. The enemy has taken fear and he mixes fear with the kingdom stuff and it produces this gross, junky fruit that's going to produce more junky fruit. It's a way to distract from what God's doing. It's a way to distract people from relationship as well. Like I said before, nobody wants to have relationship with an arrogant and proud person. So the enemy wants the bold and the confident to look like proud and arrogant people so that it can detour them from establishing real relationships. But I promise you relationships is the kingdom way. And God desires and he has designed us for relationship. He wants us to actually be in relationship with people because he's all about fruit production. And he knows that if we actually taste each other's fruit, we're going to see the goodness of it. And we're going to want to become that fruit. And that seed that is in that fruit is kingdom seed. And that comes from the creator. And it comes from a place of love. God is love. And he produces that fruit inside of us. It's so good. It really is like amazing. The process of the kingdom in this reproduction language. I love it so much. I don't know why it just became a revelation to me four or five years ago to where it's like that is what it's all about. A good tree produces good fruit. Know who you are in the kingdom. Know your identity. Become that thing. Latch on to the true vine where the fruit comes from. And it's all good. And that matters so much more than what people actually think about you or say about you. It's what you know about you. And you become that thing. I just want to encourage you, man. Do this kingdom thing. Become who the Lord's called you to become. Kingdom fruit will be produced in your life. It'll be produced in your life. And I want to suggest that you walk with people who are also producing kingdom fruit. We should actually be attracted to that. We should be attracted to people that are producing good fruit in their lives. I want that for my kids. I want my kids to be surrounded by people who are producing good fruit because the fruit, here's the deal. We're going to taste fruit. We're going to eat things. We're going to eat things. And I want my children to be tasting good fruit. I want them to be tasting good fruits. So I want the, the people in my life, in my circle of influence that I'm surrounding myself with to be good fruit producers. It's so good. Man, I love you guys. This was good. This was fun today. Can we pray? Will you pray with me again? Dear Father, I thank you so much that you desire to produce fruit in our lives. I thank you, Father, for the kingdom process of kingdom fruit. I thank you, Father, for the kingdom process of relationship with people. And I thank you that the kingdom is all about tasting before seeing. It says taste and see. Taste and see. So, Father, we just pray right now that Holy Spirit have complete access to our lives, complete access to who we are, Father. And then as we latch on to the kingdom and to the kingdom way, to the kingdom truth, Father, we believe that, that, that fruit, kingdom fruit will be produced. And so I, I just encourage right now that, that desire to be bold and confident 
and our identities, Father. I just pray for an emboldening right now. I thank you, Father, that you are raising up believers. You're raising up an army of people who are bold and confident and can walk upright with their shoulders back without feeling like they're being arrogant, without feeling like they're being prideful, Father, but they can be bold and they can be confident in their identity, knowing and believing that you are producing fruit in their lives, Father. And so we come against any kind of fear right now that latches on to our true identity, any fear that comes to detour us from being everything that you've called us to be. We come against that fear right now. We don't just come against it, but we pray for love to be the main produce in our lives and for that love to be our main source, that that perfect love grow and become stronger in our lives and it will push away and cast out every form of fear in Jesus' name because where love and fear are together Love always wins. Love will cast out fear. It will push fear out of the equation. So we thank you, Father, for your perfect love. We pray that it become our perfect love, Lord, that we look and we become more like you, more like your son. We thank you for that opportunity, for that truth, for that kingdom process. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys again for tuning in. Share this with your friends. We love the support. One more favor. Can you please go check out and subscribe to the other two podcasts on the KB Podcast Network, the Two Brothers Podcast with Jason Getz and Chris Hagan, and the Supernatural Living Podcast with Beth Packard. They are awesome. They're both like amazing children of the king. They know who they are and their identity, and they're here to build you up and equip you go check out their podcasts. You can check them all out on Facebook as well. They each have their own Facebook page. Go like, go rate, review, subscribe, and share those podcasts. That'd be awesome. You guys are amazing. Until next time, be blessed.